Hello. Once upon a time, a long way away from here, I was going scuba diving. I was going with my longtime dive buddy, John. We decided to dive on a coral head that we had dove on many times before. We were very familiar with the dive site. When we went to check out our boat, only the smaller ones were available. We normally did not like to use the smaller ones, but we checked one out anyway. John and I were good dive buddies. We complimented each other. He was very good at knowing where we were navigation-wise. We never got lost. He was quiet and I liked that. Scuba diving makes me um, quiet and thoughtful. And uh, I was good at the mechanical aspects with the equipment and the boat. I knew a lot about nautical stuff, tides, and the science of diving. And John never got ruffled or slipshod. He took diving seriously and was safe. We dove together too many times to count. This dive was inside an enormous coral reef lagoon on the largest coral atoll in the world. We were not going out into the open ocean, but staying inside the boundaries of the coral that encircled the rim of the old volcano caldera that supported the reef. The smaller boats that were available that day had only one anchor, no radio, and a smaller engine. The bigger boats were better because they had two anchors and radios and a bigger engine. But this was a very familiar dive and we only had time for just one dive, not our usual two. We stowed our gear and tanks and headed out. When we arrived at our dive site, I got my gear on and rolled into the water. John tossed the anchor in and I followed it down. I set the anchor, pulled on the rope, and John dove in. He inspected my work and off we swam. We pretty much stayed at about a depth of 75 feet. John had an underwater camera and loved taking pictures of sharks and eels. This reef had an abundance of both, plus beautiful fan coral and lots of fish. At the end of our dive, as we swam toward our starting point, John and I realized that our anchor was not where we set it. As we both searched for it, we saw it bobbing off in the distance, headed toward the wide, empty ocean. Kind of like you might imagine a fish hook off the end of a fishing hole, retreating from us at an alarming rate. I immediately darted off to try and catch it. I was the faster and stronger swimmer. Plus I had big, long speed fins. John trailed after me. I finally caught the anchor line, but boy, what had I caught? The boat was bucking and heaving, jerking me and the anchor up and down. All I could do was hold on. John finally caught up and grabbed the anchor line also. Assessing our situation, getting back into the boat was not going to be easy. A surprise storm had come up while we were underwater. The seas were very rough, pitching the boat and slamming it back down. We had slipped anchor and the boat was adrift. 
John was a very strong, burly former Marine, and he was able to get back into the boat. I was not strong enough to withstand the pitching and heaving and back, get back in on my own. John had to help me. The wind and the seas were pushing us further toward the open ocean. If we got caught in the current sloshing back and forth between the open ocean and the lagoon, it would make our situation even worse. We had to get the engine started and keep the boat, the bow of the boat pointed into the swells. The drag of the anchor was a benefit right now, but soon would be quite dangerous for us if it caught on a coral head or reef and drug the boat under. Of course, the engine was not starting because all of the salt water was washing over it. The drain in the floor of the boat was filling up with the sand that was suspended in the waves that were crashing over our boat. Finally, I was able to start the engine. I was better at the engine than John because my father insisted that I know something about engines. I'm not an expert, but I was certainly better than John. John kept the boat headed into the swells and I hauled up the anchor. Off we slowly chugged. John's strength helped him to steer the boat while I had to keep restarting the engine. I bailed and worked on the drain. As we headed back, we scraped bottom a couple of times on submerged coral as we fought our way out into the more open waters of the lagoon. We ditched unnecessarily bulk, like our weight belts. The propeller hit several unknown submerged objects and dangers. John is a devout Catholic, and I could hear him praying as we wrestled with the storm. The only praying that I was doing was to the divinity that hears swear words. It was quite an epic struggle to get back to the dock, but we did. As we checked in the boat, we discovered our very badly damaged propeller. Both of us were somewhat beat up, and later I realized it had many bruises from being thrown around in the boat as we struggled through the turbulent waters. John and I set out that day to have a normal, relaxing, easy dive, but an unexpected storm caused us to slip anchor and almost set us to drift, unmoored into the open ocean. We, as individuals, as a community, and as a nation, are in the middle of a crisis, a storm, if you will. We have slipped anchor in the midst of this tempest swirling around us. But as in the diving story I have just related to you, our boat has slipped anchor because of the storm created by this complicated crisis. We are fighting the raging waters, no longer on a comfortable, normal journey. We are in the middle of a storm on the open water all of us right now, our boat, the normal, the way it used to be, is fighting the bucking and heaving of the swells of uncertainty. The whipping winds of the economic markets are making it hard to hold our boat steady, and the unrelenting bad news regarding the pandemic is raining hard upon our backs. The political backdrop of our current times has dimmed the sunlight and turned the horizon gray and foreboding and we have no radio. I know this sounds grim, but it isn't hopeless. 
We all have our particular strengths. Because of the driving wind and waves, plus the heavy rain, we are taking on water. So some of us do need to concentrate on bailing. In this case, that is social distancing and self-isolating, not panic shopping. Checking on each other and finding creative, safe ways to be together helps the machinery of our social fabric, our sense of community. It keeps our motor running. Our minister and church leaders are helping to steer and guide us through this gale with the aid of an informed community and our national leaders. We may not have a radio to call for help, but we have each other and our faith in each other is that strength. Unitarian Universalists talk of a spiritual journey. We say we're all on a spiritual journey. The idea is that an active spiritual life is an essential part of being human. We come together to support each other on that journey. But for each of us, it is an individual journey. As I rolled off my dive boat into the deep waters before that unexpected storm that jerked my anchor free, so has each of us rolled into this unexpected crisis. We all have left the boat of normal. The storm has come and we are trying to catch a drifting boat headed out to open ocean, hoping to be able to get in and have it take us to a safe port. The journey is filled with challenges and crises that send us in unexpected directions. And not unlike a hero's journey from literature, the journey itself changes us. What we once thought of as important or essential is set aside or discarded, just as we ditched our diving belts. Who knows how this crisis will change us? What extra bulk will be tossed overboard? What unknown strengths will we find or develop in ourselves and others? We as Unitarian Universalists are also on a shared spiritual journey. Right now, our journey's challenges include helping and encouraging other, each other, but also coming together in new ways, like remote this remote worship experience. We also are being asked and stretched more than normal to help our families and communities during this time. The Loudon Free Clinic could use more money Loudon Hunger Relief has an extra burden of customers to serve, especially now, so you can donate. Our elderly need extra support. Maybe shop for them and check on them. I've heard the Red Cross is also in need of donations. Just like in the diving story, I was confident my spiritual anchor was set well, with no storms on the horizon. Our Unitarian Universalism has well prepared us for this crisis. It has made us flexible, open and caring, open to new possibilities and options and accepting of challenges. In times like this, our spirituality is called upon to expand and grow in our circle of care and concern. We can weather this. This crisis draws us together, reminding us of our cherished relationships. We also remember that generations before us have met challenges such as these that have brought great positive change. Our faith tradition fosters courage within us to face the future and reminds us that we are not alone. Human hands and voices armed with patience and perseverance can find solutions to help us weather this crisis. May we meet these challenges 
with wisdom and love. May we solve these challenges with compassion and justice. With our hearts open to all of our neighbors and our souls open to a renewal of faith and our hands open to join together, may we do the work ahead. If we stay focused on the tasks before us, bailing the water, keeping the motor going, steering into the wind and waves, we will survive this crisis with each doing our part. Take, friend, take care, friends, and blessed be.